ready? <laughs> Are we gone? Yeah. Did we catch that? No, I didn't. Damn it. Sorry. No. I mean, I I love it when you sing. You could do it again. Ah, no, you guys got to catch it in the moment. It's like seeing a wild stallion in the right wild. Or like when someone asks you to do an impersonation on the spot and then you're like, <sighs> the magic's gone. The magic of the moment. Everyone missed the magic of the moment. Everyone. Welcome back to Oh Cousin, My Cousin. Cousin. This is good work. This is the 15th episode and we are very excited to be here. The sun is shining. The tank I'm is clean. I'm happier. Okay. I am too. Seasonal depression can go F off and we're... Just proud summer boys. Sun's out. Sun, spring boys. is out. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> so today we're talking about a movie, a romantic comedy or rom-com as some people like to say it called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Uh, cousin, is there anything you wanted to say or do before we dive deep into this movie? Um, like how you're doing? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, the last time we talked was, or not talked, but last time we did pod stuff was, uh, there, there will, will be, be blood. blood, right? That was a that was a little while ago. So in between that time, I think one of the one of the most fun things that has happened is yeah. it was really nice out. So I taught Shy how to throw a baseball. That's amazing. And that was really fun. I love that. I taught her like all night. And then the next day we went out to the park and did it and it was, it was, it was perfect. We were just playing catch instantly. I love that. It was great. That was really fun. Just synced up. Worked great. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's baseball season. I've been watching yeah. some spring training games. Opening yeah. day is Thursday yes. in a couple days here for us. Paxton's back. Yeah. Big Maple's back. That's yeah. cool. We got Kyle Lewis, mm-hmm. the rookie of the year from last season. He's, you know. He's our salvation, hopefully. Hopefully. No pressure. We'll see what happens there. I don't expect anything, as per usual. <laughs> Being a no, Mariners fan? Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, I'm very excited for baseball season. I love cool. baseball season. Me too. I love because it's the spring and it's the turn of the weather and it's mm-hmm. exciting to have a new season of my favorite sport yeah. and it's just such a familial thing for us and it's totally. great and we're going to we're gonna um, have a baseball day with... All the cousins and gotta do it. Gregor, we'll get Gregor up here yeah. and Uncle we'll get, Johnny we'll get and Jack out there. Yeah, we'll, gotta uh, do it. We'll rip stick, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. How you doing? How's you've been busy? Good. I've been a busy boy. Busy bee. I busy haven't bee. been. I've been steering clear. I don't want you to yell at me. No, I won't. I can't because I won't yell at you. Um, no, I've been super busy um, working on a new album my band or my music and musical endeavors it's been a lot <laughs> and then well uh, what's what's your tell us about it well i w- i have been a part of a band called before our time i shouldn't say part of oh i part of band it's my band and we released an album in 2017 and then we changed our name recently to al dente like perfectly cooked noodles al hyphen dente al hyphen dente and because you're al because i'm al and you're a perfectly good noodle baby boy <laughs> i eat you right up oh it's his cousin that's perfect and yeah so we're all dente and we're putting out an album in july slash august 
and it's been a lot of work and we're ordering vinyl records that's awesome which is something i've never released that's very cool very excited about so we're in the thick of that right now yeah um aside from that um i just went down to rockaway beach oregon with my mom and my brother it was a nice little getaway uh for those who don't know rockaway beach is home of the world's largest corn dog how big is that bad boy couldn't tell you like a foot like there's a giant corn dog on their oh. roof and then they have a corn dog machine that you can ride like electronic horses oh you know but it's a corn dog did you, did you mount that no jack mounted it though i have a picture i'll show you I'm later i need to see that picture and then the actual corn dogs that you get uh are like seven inches big that's pretty good it's a pretty big how's the girth girth's pretty good um in fact, whenever I think of corn dogs, I think of Zach Galifianakis saying, I once ate a foot-long corn dog on a nude beach, and I'll never make that mistake again. So that's how I've been. Nice, man. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. But no, it's it's been great. It's been really stressful, but the weather is making everything better. Nice. Great to see the sun out. Well... Without further ado, to you and you and you, why don't we hop into this movie? Uh, to all the bad boys I've never did love seen before. Seen in a time. Um, if you haven't seen this movie yet, don't listen to this pod. Watch the movie, then listen to the pod. Quick synopsis of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Before, A teenage girl's secret love letters are exposed and wreak havoc on her love life. The film is an adaptation of the New York Times best-selling young adult romance novel, by author Jenny Han. Cousin. Yeah. Out of 10, what would you rate this movie off the bat? Okay, sure. Um, before I answer that, there is something I wanted to say first. Okay. Um, when we were deciding on what movies to do next, I asked you what you would like to do. And mm-hmm. you said you wanted to show me this rom-com. And you said it was one of your, if not favorite, yes. rom-coms, correct? Correct. Up until recently. Okay. Yes. Cool. So you told me that and that gave me a pretty excited and high opinion or expectations of this movie. Um, And the first thing I want to say to you before I do a rating, before we talk about it is, is this, did you punk me? No. Was it no, like was, did you punk me? No, I didn't punk punk you. This wasn't a punk. No, like, I, I enjoy this movie quite a bit. And I knew you weren't going to enjoy it, okay. and that's why I wanted to make you watch it. I, like, <laughs> I have... I have so much to say. Yeah. And I will actually say that I haven't been as involved in a movie that we've done for this show as much as this one. Okay. I haven't spent as much time thinking about it. <laughs> Like I, I, I want to run you through like the entire scenario of everything. Okay. Do you want my rating? Yeah. Okay. First, I mean. Yeah. First. Okay. So I would, I like all honesty, I would give this movie a two out of 10 stars. Okay. Um, I wouldn't give it a one because I know there's movies worse than this that I've seen. Sure. Um, and I would never give a movie a zero because you have to appreciate to a certain extent the effort put into making a, a feature. Of course. Um, but I would say this is, if I wasn't assigned this for the task of watching this 
for a show, mm-hmm. I would not I would not have finished the movie. Sure. Um, and I probably wouldn't have made it past the opening scene. Okay. Um, and I and I'm not just saying that to be a dick, um, cousin. I want to know. What but you feel. I, I actually have like things to back that up. It's not just yeah. me being like, oh, screw rom coms. Like I enjoy rom coms. Sure. I there's several that I enjoy and really like. Yeah. Um, I will say the last. I would say like. Yeah, about 12 hours have been very um, stressful for me. The last 12 hours? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> can't. I, I, I don't know where to begin because I have okay. I have so many things I, I want to say. Okay. Um, Why don't I start it? And I'm okay. just going to say talk initially off the bat. Okay. Just a few things to discuss. Absolutely. And then we can get into it. Okay. Okay. Um, wait, wait, no, wait, I'm sorry. What, what's your rating? Oh, we, gla- we glossed um, over that. I would rate this movie an eight out of 10. Okay. I really enjoy it. Awesome. Every time I watch it, it makes me feel really like creative and optimistic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. When we were, when we watched it, we knew that this is something you would like, or of course. we thought like, oh yeah. Like if you were to make a rom-com, this is what it would be It would be like, be like that this. direction. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So I'm glad to know you'd think that my movie was shit. Um, but it wasn't your movie, so you can't take any offense to <laughs> No, that. I know. So I'm just going to say some things I really enjoy. About yeah, I'm dying to know okay, this, what these I, could possibly be. I really enjoyed all of the top-down shots and the symmetry mm-hmm. and just how everything was laid out. Like a lot of stuff is directly in the middle or if someone's on one side, someone's on the exact other side, the mm-hmm. same like rule of thirds type deal. Um, very nice to look at. I enjoyed that. I also wanted to <clears throat> say that I, in particular, really enjoyed the character of Dr. Covey, who is the father of Lara Jean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about like sweet dads in films. Dads in movies like that are always fantastic. I just love them. And he especially is terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, he's played by John Corbett. Corbett. I think it's Corbett from my big fat greek wedding yeah which is also he was a, the lead in that one he yeah. was yeah the male lead and also a right. great movie um but before before we get into the big discussion i wanted to see if there was anything about this movie that you liked okay in any sort of capacity okay and what that was okay let me let me actually think about that okay that sounds good like uh, th- this is tough for me because like i'm really i really tried <laughs> with this movie like, and I, I really did especially because you say you liked it so much and if i took that as true and yeah. not being punked yes. then like i wanted to give it a valiant effort having said that and after thinking intensely about this movie for the last 24 hours sure yeah um then um i i, I think i can confidently say that there there really wasn't anything about this movie that i enjoyed okay that's that's fine and that's um, fair can I, I, just briefly i want to yeah. show you um here's my notes on it okay <laughs> Oh my god! And I'm gonna touch every single everything, one of these everything. Things. This might be our longest episode. Okay, and that's fine. Tell me. Okay. Well, let me start with like the whole punking thing. The, oh, that you thought punking. you were being yeah. punked. So here's here's the scenario. Yeah. Shy and I watched this movie last night. Yeah. And then hours, a few couple, three, four, five, whatever hours later, we went to bed, and I didn't really think about the movie until I was in bed. Okay. And then I I started thinking about the movie and why you would like it. And for me, um, <laughs> trying to connect the dots. In your yeah, head. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, 
why would a 24-year-old man like this movie? Sure. Note that this movie wasn't from our childhood. It's not necessarily nostalgic for us because it's a different era from when when we were in high school. At least mm-hmm. personally, I feel very distant from this movie. Please, like, I don't want you to feel like... I, I don't... Like, the last no, thing I, I want to do this is, is hurt cousin, your feelings. Cousin, this is a polarizing movie. Yeah. And I understand that. And I've okay. kind of thought that's how this would go. That's wonderful. So, that's fine. You be straight up with me. Okay. I'm going to be straight up with you. That's all I ask. Okay. And know that it's not... I'm not personally attacking you because there's going to be several things in here that I say that are um, borderline <laughs> very rude. Okay. That's kind of a joke, but we'll no, see. No, that's fine. Um, I and can then, take it. And then I was thinking something clicked in my brain where I was like, holy shit, he's punking me. <laughs> I was like, he, like, he showed me this movie full confidence thinking that I would believe it was your favorite rom-com and so that it would be something good. And I was convinced that that's yeah. what it was. Like that, that was the thing that made the most sense to me <laughs> where I was like, he likes this teenager movie. So he shows me and I hate it. And I'm like, why would he like it? And that would be the joke. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I was like, he's punking me. I was, I got punked. Like he already did it. And then I was thinking like, that's hilarious. That's genius. Sure. And then I was like, well, would he do that? And then I got to thinking like, you're not really the, you're not really the prankster kind of guy like that. Mm-mm. Like that's, that's some mischievous stuff there that would be very appreciated. If it was true. If it was true. And then like when she said that, I kind of started doubting myself and like this actually kept me up last night. <laughs> Like I was tired watching TV. We get into bed and mm-hmm. then I like couldn't, I didn't fall asleep for like an hour plus just mm-hmm. stirring about this in my head. Yeah. I love um, it. Uh, we were upset about how much brain time we wasted trying to figure this out, okay. but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then we looked online to see like public reception of it. Yeah. And it was all very good. And we were like starting to question our own sanity <laughs> and thinking we were crazy or did we miss something did we watch the wrong movie just something Mm -hmm. like that we eventually agreed to stop talking about it because we had just been going back and forth for so long and then i'm sitting there alone and the the feeling i had was the closest thing i can think of to the game of thrones episode a knight of the seven kingdoms okay and that's the night before the battle of winterfell yeah so i felt what i would assume or what those characters (laughs) felt it's like we considered all the outcomes of what's going to happen the next day. Sure. Whether it be I, I was punked or not. Mm-hmm. And now we just have to wait and see what happens. Sure. I was on pins and needles, cousin. <laughs> I was God. like, did he punk me? Did he not? Does he actually like this movie? Does he not? Like, how is this pod going to go? Because if you did like it, then it's going the way it is. If you didn't, then we would bullshit on it the entire time. Right. So... I'm actually glad it's this way because it. I think it calls for a more interesting conversation. It does. So anyway, that's like the scenario of my experience with this thing. Okay. And it stressed you out. Oh, a lot. To the max. It's hilarious. I, but I also appreciate how much it affected me. <laughs> and I just want to talk about the things that I like. So starting off, the outfits in the movie. Mm-hmm. Did you think there were good fits or bad fits throughout? Um, maybe, I think, maybe focusing on Lara Jean. Yeah, I was going to start with her. I liked the quirkiness of her fits. I feel like it 
matched her character pretty well. Like she's yeah. pretty conservative, you know, buttons all the way to the top. Turtleneck um, sweaters. Yeah. And it felt very little girlish to me. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of like, she's in, she's a junior in high school, but she's dressing like a junior high student. Okay. I loved her outfits. Oh I thought they were <laughs> fucking killer. I loved the sweaters. Yeah. And the freaking like boots. I really liked them. I thought they were cool. I also really liked Kitty's outfits. Is that her best friend? Kitty is her youngest sister. Oh, Kitty. Uh, She wore very loud, like typical middle school clothing. Yeah, that that hit Um, the mark. Like her hats Mm -hmm. and her helmet in the car. Yeah. I just get a kick out of that. That's fine. And it reminds me of how I used to dress in middle school. Oh, Because sure. I wore hats a lot and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, no I one does. I would mix things that made no sense. Mm-hmm. What about the guy's fits? What'd you... Uh, no, none of them I really liked. I don't think anyone stood out. It was pretty standard. No. I did like a shirt Lucas was wearing at the dance. Oh, yeah. But aside from that... Pretty stylish. Yeah, it was cool. He has the best... Yeah. I wanted to talk about the drama in the movie. Okay. And I know this is something you will probably touch on. Yeah. It was it was things I noticed in the film that I remember what being in high school was like. Okay. And the drama that would be going around from people and mm-hmm. from different groups. And while all of it seemed really, really silly at the time, and it is still silly now, it in the like moment, consumed. it was also... It was all, it was, it was yeah, all it was consuming. consuming. And it was... It would keep people up at night, mm-hmm. uh, stress them out. And it, it would ruin their lives. Right. Exactly. Everything was very dramatic. In Everything high was very self-centered in high school. Yes, that as well. Um, for the most part, Peter still talks to his ex while hanging out with Laura Jean, and that was a big no-no in high school. And lots of relationships dealt with that. Uh, not posting about each other on Instagram. Okay. It's like I, that. There's a like, generation gap here. Okay. I think. Sure. There's definitely things that, like, to me, I don't see as an issue because we've grown in maturity yeah, uh, in just normal, general human understanding and compassion, but mm-hmm. also in relationships. And so I can see how that would be an issue in high school, I guess. Right. But to me, it's, it's so silly, like you said. Oh, of course. Um, it's completely silly. But the whole posting and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't remember that being such a big deal. Oh, I do. I, just, I went I like personally experienced that oh where my it was like goodness. you didn't post about us on why don't you post about sure. us on your Instagram I and I would sit there and I would think to myself this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life why is it make why does it have such a big impact mm-hmm. on like this relationship I'm in yeah and so things like that happened throughout like this whole movie yeah and the only reason I like actually enjoyed witnessing that mm-hmm. was because I went through it sure and because when I watched this movie First of all, I saw this movie when I was 21. Okay. And so I was still like yeah. reminiscing on high school a little bit. True. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And like, and so when I see these things happen, I think that's ridiculous, but I know exactly what that's like. I've been through that. And so I, okay. my mindset when I was watching this movie is I watched it as mm-hmm. if I was in high okay. school. And that's why I really like it and appreciate it. You 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 connected with it. Yes, I did. I absolutely did not, and that was right. a big problem for me. Yeah, like I didn't experience like any of the stuff yeah. they did in the in the movie, mm-hmm. and so for me, I just thought it was all pretty stupid. 
Uh, but I know that's also what they're going for because it's a teenager high school movie and it's supposed right. to be like that. But for me, I just, just I don't know. But going back to the social media thing, I think it's only gotten worse. Yeah. From when we were in high school. Oh, yeah. And I, the movie does kind of show that. Exactly. And then, so I already kind of touched on things I liked, which was mostly yeah. just Dr. Covey. He was the main, really the only standout thing for me mm-hmm. in this movie. Things I didn't like, there were a couple things. One of them is a scene in the bathroom where Lara Jean confronts Jenna. Oh, the bully or whatever. And it's, yeah. the entire scene is overdubbed. And you oh. can really tell. And it's really bad. Okay. And it's pretty cringy. Sure. Um, so every time I watch that scene, I just kind of tune out. Mm-hmm. And then King Batch. Oh, actors, yes. Yeah. And yeah. he's in yeah. the movie. Yeah. And he's acting like their age. And he's like. And he's clearly like 10 years He's or the more party guy. Older. And he's just like. I would ask you what you didn't like too. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. We, we'll, um, we'll circle back to that. Okay. <clears throat> I want to talk about the characters uh, just a little okay. bit. How do you feel? <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Right I know. Now. I love it. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, how do you feel about Laura Jean? Did you like her? I think Laura Jean was Laura. Laura. Like Laura Croft. Like Laura Croft. Laura Jean. Did I like her? Uh, well, how do you feel about her? I thought she was a pretty hypocritical character. Mm-hmm. I thought she was kind of a goody two shoes and she was a little stuck up okay and that's not personally a very interesting character to lead a movie Mm. like it's hard to say she like grew through the movie because everything happened to her okay as opposed to her i think really going out of her way to make things happen so right. it's difficult to really show growth that way in a character arc. So it's hard for me to even say she had much of a character arc. Okay, I liked her a lot. Mm. I thought she was great. Big surprise there. Mm-hmm. Um, the actress, Lana Condor, I thought she stood out acting-wise compared to the other actors in the movie. Her and um, her dad. I disagree a bit with the growth Okay. Because at the start of the movie, she stays in. She doesn't really have a group of friends. Mm-hmm. She's never had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the movie, she's gone to a lot of parties. Mm-hmm. She's socialized. She's grown her yeah. network, whatever. And she has gone through an experience that's brought her family closer together mm-hmm. and has allowed her to actually experience what it's like to sure be with someone. Even though it was fake to start, in the yeah. end, it turned out to be real affection. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, and I, I, I do, I do understand how that can be seen as like a character growth, but I, I feel like I do kind of stand by that all of that happened because she was f- like kind of forced to, in a way, uh, cause her sister sent the, through the contract and the contract and okay. her sister sent. So for me, it's just so reactionary and <laughs> I just don't see that as growth through conviction okay per se yeah um and who knows i haven't seen the trilogy right so i can't say as to how she's affected in the next ones or whatnot okay. i don't plan on seeing them no my next question was how do you feel about peter who's peter peter kavinsky the, the jock yeah the jock that she falls in mm-hmm. love with yeah and has the contract with uh-huh how do i feel about him <laughs> do you want to know how i feel about peter kavinsky the guy who i forgot's name yes 
I thought he, along with every other character in the movie, were about as two-dimensional as you get, with no redeeming qualities to their character that made them stand out in any special way for anyone to have an emotional connection with or feeling with Mm. to make them fall in love with. I understand if you have a shared trauma in the past that makes it easy to talk to each other, but that doesn't make me fall in love with you. Mm. I think, I think everything was very, very two dimensional. Um, there was really no depth to hardly any of the characters personally. And I don't think they really gave much time to it's express that a shorter movie they gave you an hour 40 and in most rom-coms that are an hour 30 i feel far more connected romantically Mm. and emotionally to the characters i will say i also didn't like peter at least when i first started watching you're supposed to no because he's just kind of this guy who just wants attention yeah to get the girl he's with mad jock yeah, the jock. But by the end of the movie, did your opinion on him change? A little bit. Did it? Yeah. Okay. And I know you kind of touched on the trauma, but I disagree. I think when someone opens up about a previous experience uh-huh. that they've had that is really kind of detrimental, mm-hmm. and two people can do that together, I yeah. mean, I should think that shows like you trust somebody enough I'm not to... saying that isn't what the case was. I'm saying right. that that was the only... like deep serious conversation they had other than i like you not her right and like that's the and what i'm saying is that doesn't make you fall in love with a person no i've had deep open conversations with several people about different things of varying depth but i don't fall in love with them from that okay you know just personally i think that was kind of the start Mm -hmm. of them falling in love with each other sure you know oh yeah because since then but they were yeah. experiencing more together and doing stuff together and when you spend time with someone yeah that's it's only natural that you start you know right enjoy hanging with them but i know this isn't like a knock it out of the park like everything makes sense mm-hmm. it's very clear movie like it's aimed for high school students and younger yeah so there's a lot of times the logic is absolutely be and you know me right i'm there. i'm a very logical person so it's difficult to get past that. But and just one last thing on that is after that conversation, there yeah. was nothing else I saw that really pushed the relationship forward. It like in a way that I believed in. Okay. Everything else just seemed like they kissed, but I didn't feel any romantic tension or connection there. Fair enough, cuz. Uh Kitty, her little sister, I thought mm-hmm. was awesome. Um she has a really big personality. She's like more popular than her sister and gives her sister advice even though she's what five five or six years younger than her i really enjoyed the scene where they were sitting on the couch together and her little sister basically laid all the cards out on the table like i canceled plans and i'm 11 and you don't have any plans i thought that was pretty darn funny yeah and it's like a friday or saturday night or something i like the perspective from a younger sister yeah yeah and then uh Christine Christy, her uh, her best friend, uh, Lara Jean's best friend. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really noticed about her is that she has huge eyes. Yeah, it looks like they're popping out of her fucking skull. Yeah, like huge blue <laughs> eyes. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to cut you off. <laughs> I, just, I just have so much to say. I know. And I'll, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear it. Yes. Um, but just while I like think about stuff, okay, I just yeah. feel like... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> just go, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I what's her what's her friend's what's her uh what's her best friend's name? Christine. I didn't like she Christine. Calls her Chris. I I thought she Chrissy. was. I understand the character trope they were going for, mm. but I think it was just a little too much, in a way. Okay. Or like it just did. Like her character like just that didn't character. Need to be there. No, I'm saying the type of character, the edgy kind okay. of goth. Like we see that all the time, and I just yeah. don't think it was done very well. Sure. I didn't really. Her personality, I don't think, really matched what her character was like supposed her to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. She also just looked kind of crazy, and I couldn't help <laughs> but think that whenever I saw her. Yeah. And it took me out. She totally looks crazy. Scene. Lucas, who is the gay friend. Right, right. Um, I really enjoy pretty much everything with him in this movie. Um, I think he There has, could have been more of him. I think so. He has one of the funniest lines, uh, which is uh, sexy little Rubik's Cube. <laughs> um when she's talking to Lara Jean, he's like, "Was like, what do you think Peter thinks of me? And he's like, I think he thinks you're a sexy little Rubik's Cube. And it God. kills me. It's so fucking funny. And then I feel, I feel for Lara Jean because she had no idea that he was gay. And then in the movie, he's like, oh no. He's yeah. like, you know I'm gay, right? And she's like, oh yeah, of course. And when he has converse, when she has conversations with other people, they're like, everybody knows that he's gay. Yeah. Everyone knows he's gay. The, and like, that is like the epitome of me in high school. Oh my God. Because people would tell me about certain you know, people yeah, in our school know. and they'd be like, oh yeah, he's gay. And I'd just be like, what? I've been hanging out <laughs> with that person for like a while. I'm just finding out that they're gay. I mean, and that's, so and that's fine. But I, like, I just, I'm so bad about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like, I just cracked up whenever I, I crack up whenever I see that. Cause I'm like, I just, I know what that's like. Sure. Like you just feel so out of the loop. Like the, the frame that <laughs> first showed Lucas. Oh, uh, yeah. like at the first one at the dance, when he started dancing with her. Yeah. Instantly. Shy mm-hmm. was like, he's gay. Wow. Instantly called it. Next scene. He's like, I'm gay. Yeah. And I was, I was just kind of like in the back seat enjoying the ride. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good job yeah see even that i didn't know yeah that's hilarious it's funny uh (laughs) the character josh Mm -hmm. i hate him in this movie okay uh i think he's really annoying and he says stuff in kind of like this pathetic that was this older sister's ex-boyfriend ex-boyfriend that lives next door right and he'd say stuff like he'd be like having a conversation with lara jean and say i well i did see it so what am I supposed to do? And then he'd say something when like uh, they were fighting outside mm-hmm. and then Margot was home and she walks the door and then they all go back inside and Laura Jean turns back to Josh. He's like, I didn't know she was home yet. Like kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> he was a wounded puppy the whole yeah, time. Exactly. Like on the verge of tears. I didn't know she was home yet. <laughs> you know? And I love how he's just always creeping around. Like he just pulls yeah. up outside and he just starts like talking. She has shit. to go home, buddy. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, dude, oh. like, go home. <laughs> like, no one wants you. Yeah. I don't even want you here no. to defend me. Go, no. go home, little doggy. It's bad. It's bad. The last thing I will, the last character I want to touch on is Dr. Covey. Um, yeah. I love him. He's great. Super sweet dad. He just mm. wants the best for his girls. The kitchen scene. Yeah. Especially with Christine where she I'm says. I'm leaving the kitchen now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Uh, he tells his daughter she looks like a crazy person when he first like sees Peter after all these years and he's in the kitchen 
and he she goes to get ready for this party that now like his he is pushing her to go to with yeah. Peter, and then he turns to Peter and says, "No drinking, no drugs, no hands." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Got it." Yeah, like, oh, that's just great. Good dad. Yeah, great you dad. you always got to have a good dad in those sort of things, and he he was good. Yeah, he was good, and he had a good heart to heart with her at the diner. And yeah, it's it's he was cool. He's he's the best character I think in that whole movie. Sure. Um. The last things I have to talk about are like some favorite scenes and trivia mm-hmm. before we go into a game. So I want to hear everything you have to say. Okay. I'll kind of breeze through it. Um, well, okay. I'll try. First off, I hate the title. Um, okay. I, and I'm not saying that as from a creative standpoint. It's just having to say it every time we had to talk about this mm-hmm. or type it. To all every the boys time, I loved before. Yeah, er, yeah. Or type it every time we had to talk about what we were going to watch it it's was really mouthful. just full it was really just that that was annoying uh the opening shot the first thing i thought is what is this twilight <laughs> oh yeah um it's supposed to be i think it feels like a student film yeah I um get that. with like the cuts the angles the exaggerated camera movements the overdubbing the nondescript music in the background um and i have an issue with the music too i think it it could have been in any movie which is okay. fine because yeah. a rom-com generic who has yes however it was so obvious when they piped in the music mm. i think and it was it was so clear that the music was used as a device to move the scene along okay because the either the actors or the dialogue or both couldn't carry the scene oh and so it would just kind of like all right cue the music to make people feel sad oh that's what i got from it isn't that what music's supposed to do in movies yes but you're not supposed to notice it <laughs> Okay, music, I see. So you like the music it stood turned, out to you music, in a bad way. Yeah, it turned yeah. on. I'm like, oh, now they're cueing the sad music. Yeah, it didn't come in and support the actors. It like overshadowed them. I think. Okay, and it just in certain scenes. I think overall the whole thing was very corny and cringy, mm. but not like in a good ooh, like yeah, I've been through that. It was like a ah, God, this like isn't very there's, good. There's a scene in the hallway mm-hmm. where. Peter like turns around and is like, hey, if anyone, everyone talking mm. about the video that's been posted, if you keep doing it, I'm going to beat the hell out of all you. Yeah. Something like that. I like physically like, I like, there's like something shuddered. in my body that like turns inside out when I watch that. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, it's like you said, it's cringy, but not in like the good kind of cringy right. way where you like, it's not they like, they want you to feel cringy. It's yeah. like, oh, that was done so weirdly. Yeah. And it just oh right everything's bad it's like bad like tiktok cringe you ever watch those like i I felt like the whole movie was like a tiktok like honestly (laughs) no i like seriously because like the age of the people how Mm. it was filmed and the overacting in a way Mm. it just and like the cuts it seemed very obvious that they were like action and then she picked up her book yeah um I thought the older sister was the mom at first and she definitely she looks, looks like a lot mom. older and that's fine. But I feel like that was an interesting dynamic. Kinda I never like, really saw the older sister as an older sister. I always saw her as like a mom or a stepmom. Mm-hmm. Just she does look a, a lot older. Um, you had mentioned the shots above. Mm-hmm. That's great and all. Um, I like a stylistic cinematography mm-hmm. but i i think if they're going to do that pick a lane either go full stylistic like wes anderson mm-hmm. or go standard mm. what they would do is do these very standard nondescript 
um, cookie cutter shots and then they would do a stylistic above the mm-hmm. table or on there was one random one where they showed an empty pasta bowl for like a half a second and then they cut to them at like oh, at from dinner, dinner yeah. to in the kitchen it's like show the spaghetti bowl oh <laughs> dinner's done it's like yeah well we could see that <laughs> seeing them go from the dinner table to the kitchen okay it's like i don't know whenever i saw those shots it, I thought it didn't fit in the movie per se. Mm-hmm. I thought it was different from the style they used throughout the throughout most of the movie, mm-hmm. um, and it always like made me just kind of like open my eyes and be like, okay, well, this is different than what we've really seen. Mm-hmm. So it it never really fit very well to me. Not to say okay. I don't like the shots. I'm just saying I don't think it blended as well as they maybe thought. Okay. I know a lot of people might disagree because there's all that symmetry and whatnot, but mm-hmm. whenever they did the above shots, they were always very colorful and whatnot. And the rest of the movie wasn't as much. I don't know. To me, yeah. it just didn't fit as well as like a Wes Anderson's because when Wes Anderson right. does that, it looks like the rest of his movie mm-hmm. when this did it. I don't think it did as much. Okay. Fair um, enough. But yeah, I just, it's like they could have gone, they could have like stuck with that style a little bit more. And mm. I think that would have been cool, but yeah. I think they fell short in that. Um, okay. I don't like how frequently they do the head on camera angles with the, with the characters. I would say about 50% or 75% of the dialogues were a, col- a medium close up or close up di- directly in front of a character. Mm. The lens looking directly at the person's face with the face center in the frame mm-hmm. and all of the every single shot every single time they did that the characters were looking to the left of the camera they were looking around the camera to whoever they were talking to mm. the entire time and i thought that was the most unnatural obvious like camera positioning I, I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It just it rubbed me wrong. Like every time I saw that, I'm like, oh, they're looking around the camera. They're not looking at the person. If they were looking at the person, they'd be looking right into the lens. Sure. Movies do that all the time. And it's not an uncomfortable feeling. Hmm. Like the the eye traces the subject's eye. Mm-hmm. If you look at photographs, most people look directly at the lens because eyes are what people look at. Okay. And they just didn't even do that in this movie. Mm-hmm. They were like were legit head tilted towards one side of the camera when they were supposed to be looking right at it. Really, but really bothered me. Um, they did it <laughs> go, so go many off, times. Um, every time they do a cut with an upbeat music, uh, what the formula was? They're in a scene. They do a line or a joke, and then they go whatever drums. Nice upbeat music kicks in. Then it's like a montage of them driving. I never mm-hmm. thought the jokes landed before that. Because okay. usually it's like a symbol crash, like joke, crash, we're on to the next scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there was even times where in the middle of those, I th- like I thought the conversation was going to continue and then it jump cuts to a completely different scene with like some upbeat music. I'm like, oh, did I miss a joke that was supposed to be there? Laugh count. I laughed once. <laughs> It's a, it's a rom-com and I laughed once. Like, okay. this is me just trying. Do you know what scene it was? No. Uh, it was the spin the bottle scene at like the very oh, beginning. And yeah, the, the girl girl's in the back. Face. I mentioned this briefly earlier. The Laura Jean, Lara, Lara Jean, Jean character hypocrisy. Um, she's a very timid, reserved 
character who's not confident um, in several scenes, like at the when she's going to the cafeteria and she doesn't know where to sit, even though she's been to this school for a couple years and she has no friends. It's like, what the fuck? Um, it looks like she's the first time ever being in the school. Mm. Um, and then there's other scenes where she's like overtly confident. And one of these was mm. when she walked like through the lacrosse field yeah talked to whichever boy it was Mm -hmm. and then when she leaves she's like all right carry on like keep playing it's like are you Um, a different character because that made no sense to me mm. what in that time gave her the confidence to do that to walk through the field it it made no sense Mm. to me like it's just you go from a character who is very reserved to doing something like that i i don't think that fit, fit her character she has a character shift from being timid to being confident. Mm. And the only change is that she gains a fake boyfriend, which changes other people's perception of her. It doesn't change her own perception of her of herself. It shouldn't because it's fake and she knows it, mm. but it's because other people think of her differently. that She then has the confidence to do that. And what that tells me is what other people think is important. And that having a boyfriend is allowing her to do this. And I think that's a, pretty messed up message i felt like it did lack romantic gestures Mm. like the big thing at the end was the little notes he gave her and i don't know i feel like rom-coms usually there's something you know like 10 things i hate about you you got heath ledger paying a band and whatnot to sing on the stands and i'm not saying every movie needs i'm just saying like it helps to show that they're gonna do something to show that they don't care they're not afraid of their love for them Mm. Um, and there wasn't really that i i missed out on anything that really made me feel like oh like this guy loves her he drove across town to get her yogurt like you i write notes to you in class you know what i mean (laughs) so and for that to be the big thing at the end was kind of like oh it was in front of her face all along through like these little shitty scraps of paper um I w- yeah. yeah so it was like it was all on her at the end there wasn't really like the big dramatic moment right. where and he even even then all at, out yeah and even then at the end she like just walks up to him like any other day which yeah i think that should have been flipped with the first scene on the field where she walks through the lacrosse field oh okay because i think that would have been way more climactic way more cinematic and that would have been that would have been a better character arc for her because I think at first, when she co- confronts Peter and says, "This is, this is a deal. We have a deal. Like I'm going to be your fake girlfriend." That mm-hmm. should have been like a practice or something, like at the end of the movie where there's no one else on the field except her and Peter. Mm. I think at the very end, it should have rather been what we saw earlier, where she walks through the practice, or maybe if it was even a game, she like interrupts the game and goes up to him and tells him like she loves him or whatever. I think that would have been cooler. And I think it also, like I was saying, supported her character arc better because it would show more so at the end that she has more confidence and that she's choosing to do this and go out of her way and go out of her comfort zone to um, confront the boy she loves. Yeah. Um, I think they. I think that would have been better. Okay. Um, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um we we have very different <laughs> we have very different tastes um mm-hmm. just in 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 certain genres oh of absolutely film. um 
you know, obviously there are things that we connect really well on and there are mm-hmm. things that we have very differing opinions on. And I think we've found it. Yeah. And, um, you know, thanks for watching it, even though it was hard for you to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I certainly thought you were going to dislike it. I didn't think you were going to dislike it this much, mm-hmm. but it's good to know. Like, I, I wrote all that stuff while I was watching it, and I didn't think about it yeah. much afterwards. What I thought about afterwards was why you liked it so much. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, I just get a little confused, because it's like, what about it do you like so much? Do, do you feel like you have a better sense of that now, after talking about it? Kind of. It, it, it hits something in me. I feel like I yeah. connect, like I said, like, I, I connect well with it, and... You know, I recently rewatched it for this, and mm-hmm. I didn't like it as much okay. as I had when I first saw it. Um, but it's still it's still something I, I I turn on and I feel better after okay. after it's over. And a lot of that is because of the upbeat tone. A lot of that is because of um, you know, like Doctor Covey, the dad, and just getting to watch a movie about someone who isn't the most like popular and feels kind of down on themselves and went through like family trauma yeah and in the end ends up getting a lot of great experiences because she kind of just went with her gut on something yeah um i i think this movie works a lot better on paper um okay which is probably uh, why it was a new york times bestseller yeah Yeah, but like you describing that just now is i think better than what the movie actually was Mm. if you connect to something it doesn't matter how good or bad it is you connect to it Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel that way with several things um, that I like so much. And yeah. I can't explain necessarily like to the detail why. Right. And but, that, it's the same you, with me here. Yeah. And, I can't and fully you, explain why I like it. Right. So much. And for you to tell me that, then it's like, okay, I, I understand how connections work. So yeah. I understand that that's, that's yours. And that's very, it's very interesting to me. I still don't really understand. Okay. I guess. Um, I, I do want to touch on just a few of my favorite scenes. Oh, please. I, I would love to, I would he- love to hear what I, you, I kind of like. want to end on a lighter note. Um, <laughs> when, when Lara Jean and Lucas do Korean face masks in a room and he convinces, he convinces her to go after Peter. This is the lo- the room or the scene where he has the line, sexy little Rubik's cube. Yeah. Kills me every time where next scene is where Chris is talking to Dr. Covey about his life decision to be a gynecologist. She says, I'm not denying you your right to put food on the table for your family. I just think it's a little odd that a man who would want to become a gynecologist, a man would want to become a gynecologist. Like when you were in college, you thought, ah, I'd really love to look at vaginas all day. And then there's just a silence for about three seconds. And he says, gonna leave the kitchen now, Christine. Yeah, that was, <laughs> so, a, that was a good scene. And I, I, thought, like and I thought in my head, like if I was a dad, that's, and someone was making fun of my occupation. That's how like I a little like it. a little shit that has no oh idea God. what it's like to be an adult. I should be like, you're not worth the time. I'm yeah. just going to go. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with you. He was by far, I think the best and funniest character. Yeah. And, uh, I just, it left me wanting more of him. Yeah, and exactly. And the, I think the rest of my favorite scenes are all with Dr. Covey. Uh, so we'll timestamp all the scenes with Dr. Covey for you. And then that way you guys can just skip to you those can just scenes watch when those. watching those scenes. And then you don't have to endure what um, <clears throat> hell I did. Or what heaven I did. Um, and that same scene, the dad walks upstairs with 
while Laura Jean and Chris are having a conversation on the couch about how LJ seems so happy lately, then the dad just appears at the bottom of the stairs after he's been like completely cut out of the, the shot and says, I'm sorry, I wasn't eavesdropping, but I've never seen you have so much fun. You made your old man very proud. And then he gets up and walks upstairs again. Yeah. Just great. It's like the kind of like, that's the kind of shit you'd see in like a cartoon. Yeah. You know? Um, also, the couch scene when Lara Jean and Kitty are watching the Golden Girls, mm-hmm. and Lara Jean says, what do you think Margot is doing tonight? And Kitty, a sixth grader, says, crack. And then she says, why would you say that? And she said, that's how Scottish people say fun. Like, you're a good crack. So, because you're a good crack. You're a good crack, cuz. Um, and then the last, thing, <laughs> the last thing is when Dr. Covey gives his daughter, LJ, a bunch of rubbers <laughs> in a manila envelope, yeah. like drugs. And just to, like right before the ski trip, and the last thing he says before she just gets out of the car is pulling out is not protection. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good scene. Um, yeah, all the scenes of the dad are good. They're like, great. They're well written. They're funny. They're great. I, I don't think any girl her age would say rubbers though. No, I. So when no. she said rubbers, I was like, really? I say rubbers as like a joke. I don't know if she said rubbers. She I just, said rubbers. Did she say rubbers? We made a whole stink about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, but I, I just love that. And I love I love those scenes. Um, yeah, I also think there's there's this one time or one one scene where uh, what's his name Peter Kavinsky confronts Laura Jean in the bar, and she like gets a coke and acts like like hits the straw and takes it off and throws it in and slams it down like it's like a like a beer or something. Yeah. She's like sixteen, and then uh-huh. he comes in orders a milkshake from the the waitress lady. And she's she's older. Does she's, he check her? He out? He checks her out. We were like, we asked her. We was like, did he just check that old lady out? Yeah. And that's like, it's like, I just, I just thought that was kind of funny. And then she's all kind of, yeah, all like retrospectively, up. it's kind of funny. But at the time, I was yeah. like weirded out by it. Fair but. enough. I think it, I think it's really funny. Um, I, I guess I have two trivia <laughs> points. <laughs> I had three, but. <laughs> Uh, where was a majority of the film shot? California? No. Vancouver, British Columbia. Parts of the film were shot in... Takes place in the city. Cheyenne went to school there. Portland. Yes, Portland. Really? Yep. Uh, one That's other, cool. One other thing is a scene in the film features Kitty offering Peter a bottle of Yakult. I think I'm saying it right. Yakult. Okay. Which is a Japanese, Japanese sweetened probiotic milk beverage. It's like this tiny little thing. I saw it at the store not too long ago. Yeah, it's the one he traveled across town for. Yeah, for these, those tiny little... But he takes a little sip. He's like, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. It led to a spike in sales a spike in sales for the drink in parts of the world. That's awesome. Just from seeing that in a movie. Just interesting what pop culture can do. So I do want to play a game. And since this movie takes place in high school, mm-hmm. I thought it would be really fun to play a game called embarrassing high school moments i love it and i asked you to bring some uh-huh. did you you know i i, I tried really hard to and okay. i i actually couldn't really think of any okay um for two reasons one i didn't really have that many embarrassing moments okay like really i was pretty under the radar in high school so i kind of just did my own thing and two sure. also i tuned a lot of high school out so i don't remember that much okay um if i think of any i will definitely come to it but i know you were a lot more active in high school and did a lot more stuff okay so i know you have some funny stuff and i'm very much looking forward to it <clears throat> sweet deal so, so I'm, I'm sorry i couldn't think of any no, but that's I, I actually did try I just it's hard to think of things that 
are embarrassing in the first place because you do try to keep those out of your head. Yeah. It's like if something, and every now and then you, th- it'll kind of pop up randomly and you just think to yourself, God, why did I, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. If anyone somewhere. remembers something embarrassing Tell that us. happened to me, send it in to <laughs> ocousinmycousin at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. What's our handle? Uh, ocousinmycousin. At. At ocousin. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So anyways, for this game, I'm going to name something embarrassing mm-hmm. that could have been a high in a high school moment that was embarrassing and i want you to tell me if you think it actually did happen to me or not you can't see my screen oh, i can't you? see it no i won't look okay awesome <clears throat> there are 10 of them okay first one got locked out of the boys locker room after pe and smelled terrible for the rest of the day i think that's true that is false damn I feel like you would totally be worried about that. Oh, I, I 100% would. I used to bring a, a little hairbrush I remember that. with me. And so I would brush my hair after changing in the men's locker room. We Disclosure, we didn't go to high school together, but right. I do remember you having like a hairbrush like on you at all times. Oh, yeah. I always wanted to brush my hair, so I looked classy. And my PE teacher used to give me shit for it. <clears throat> um, number two, wore yoga pants to class. I say that's true, and it was for, like, a project or some, like, little play thing. It is true. Nice. But it's because I lost a bet, so I had to go to my PE class, my racket sports class, and I wore yoga pants for the entirety. How'd the ass look? I think pretty good. Yeah? I think so. I wasn't really checking, but I got compliments. Oh, from who? Um, Not on my ass, but on the yoga pants. From who? From mostly girls that's all that's great job well done uh couldn't turn the engine of a car on tried for 20 minutes before realizing it wasn't in park you couldn't turn it on because the engine because it was not in park right false that's true. God damn it. What was I it in? Was it neutral? I was driving my mom's car, and I was with, I think I was with Derek, and we parked it in front of a gas station, and I turned off the car, and I sat there for 20 minutes, just turning it. Nothing was happening. I, like, checked everything, and then I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, the car is not starting. What do I do? And she's like, okay, well, make sure, blah, 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 make sure it's in park, and I looked down, and it was in, I think it was in drive or neutral, and you had your foot on the brake or something? And I, yeah, yeah it just wasn't working. So then I, oh I put it in park in there and sure enough, it started. That was a, that was a bad moment. <clears throat> uh, got rejected asking someone to homecoming during an assembly. Oh, false. Yeah, it's false. Oh, good. I, I feel <laughs> like I wouldn't know that story. Could you imagine if that actually happened? God. Just to anyone. That'd be terrible. Um, threw up during class. <laughs> false it's true damn i did in high school uh we were watching supersize me in health class and there was a surgery scene and i got so queasy that i stood up and i almost passed out walking to the bathroom Mm -hmm. i started getting tunnel vision and then i legit had to run into a stall and um blow chunks into into a toilet like going through these like some things are coming into my mind so i might okay it might be more of me telling you what happened because 
you know, it would, it would probably might ruin the game yeah. if I just, I can't really make up stuff right now. That's or fair. I could, but like it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's great. <laughs> that was good. Cause, um, save them and, okay. and then share. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to remember. <clears throat> um, got into an accident in the school parking lot. What'd you have? The Explorer? Yeah. False. Yeah, it's false. Good job. Uh, performed a song and dance about urination during a school assembly. Oh, I'm sure you did. That's true. Oh my God. Yeah, we were doing a produ- high school production of Urine Town, junior <laughs> year. The musical was dead ass Urine Town, and it was about peeing. Uh, so we had to perform a song. The whole ensemble went down into the middle of the gym during an assembly, and we performed the entire song, including choreography and singing of one of the, th- the songs. I think it was, it's a privilege to pee. Was oh the name of the God. song. I think so. I can't exactly remember. <clears throat> you know, I can totally see that too. Yeah. It was, I was so embarrassed. How does that make you feel? Awful. I hated it. I got so like beat red and I was, I was sweating. God, there was so much sweat. Um, <laughs> number eight, tried to fight a kid and got absolutely annihilated in high. No false. Dude, no. no. It's, it's false. Oh, okay. It's false. I didn't I didn't get in any fights. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Didn't turn my amp on before starting a high school performance for the talent show. True. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I had oh. to run. I had to the song started and I had to run over quickly to my amp, check the levels, check the levels on the guitar, on the pedals before realizing the amp wasn't even on jesus dude the whole thing took like 10 seconds like halfway through the song oh my god it was awful i was so embarrassed my god last one a high school teacher heard i was doing impressions of him to my friends he asked to hear the impression true this is true oh man Uh, his name was mr ryerson okay he was our chemistry teacher and the next year by the end of the next year, I had done impressions of him to a lot of my friends. Somehow he heard about it and he came into my other science class I was in at the time and he recognized me and he said, I want to hear it. <laughs> and I was, and it was in front of the entire class and I sat there and I was like, I have, there's, that's too much pressure. I can't do it on the spot. And he's like, okay. And I said, I'll come to your tutorial and I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. I will. He's Let's like, hear it. And he was like, okay, well, <laughs> I never went to his tutorial that rest of that year. He was gone the next year, so I never really had the opportunity oh, to show him. But he was So if funny. he's listening. So if he's listening. This is it. Um well, I can't <laughs> I can't really remember everything okay. he said. Sure. But a part of it was you need to leave your mental bricks at the door. <laughs> and he had a picture of bricks on a piece of paper by the door and he like slammed Yikes. his hand on it and he kind of would have like these really, really wide eyes. And when we first saw him, he had a really big beard and he was bald and like kind of like bigger. God, yeah, that makes sense. He was so funny, but also just a really great teacher. And he's the reason one of my friends is a chemistry teacher now. Oh, nice. And it was interesting going to different high schools because we weren't really involved. Oh, not at all. So like we could tell each other some funny stuff. Yeah. Cousin, before we close out, you know, I got to ask you, has your rating changed (sighs) since the beginning? You know, I feel like it would be lower. I was going to say, if anything, it might actually be lower after talking about things. Like a 1.5? Maybe. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Um, what about you? Did, did is anything I say like did you agree oh, no, with it? Oh no, hundred percent. And I like, and but that, it doesn't really matter. Like you just kind of bypass it because you like the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's it's not really. It doesn't bother me. Like, oh, the for things, sure. The things about the movie that I know could could be better don't really. Mm-hmm. They don't stick with me. Right. And that's how you act with movies you enjoy. Yeah. And connect with. Like, I completely understand that. But I I, I will say, and I think, and I did say this earlier, but this last time I watched it, I didn't enjoy it Mm -hmm. as much because I'm a different person I was when I first watched the movie. That's fair. Um, There are a lot of things I appreciate now, and I would have done better if I could have had a say in how things had gone with this film. It's easy to watch something like this. And judge it and, and judge be like, it. absolutely, yeah. Um, I will say it was my favorite rom com up until I watched The Big Sick recently. Okay. Um, and now that is my favorite rom com. Cool. And I, this is still like in the top five. I haven't seen that. It could um, be one. Big Sick. I, Shy and I needed a palate cleanser. Those are her words. Yes. Um, and she, full disclosure, she helped me with a lot of this analyzation. So okay. a lot of this is actually. Um, her and I talking about it together, yeah. um, which really helps when you are analyzing something. Yes. Um, and she felt the very same way I did. So it was easy to talk about it. Um, right. So thank you, Shai. But um, you guys have very similar taste. We do. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, like I said, we needed a palate cleanser. So we watched 10 things I hate about you. Mm-hmm. And that is fantastic. That is a there's, really good There's movie. some parallels, like the dad's also a gynecologist and there's only the dad and kind of funny, yeah. but uh, that one's really good. Set in Seattle. Which they is were cool. right over there. They were right there. Gasworks. It's from. sick. They mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I know. It's fun. Um, I think my favorite rom-com, though. Do you, Can you guess it? Favorite? Can you give me a hint? Puppets. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that, that is, I do really like favorite. that movie. There's There are a lot of rom-coms that are great, and I do like yeah. a lot of them, so it's not to say I don't like them. It's just... Right. This one wasn't for you. Personal preference. Oh, absolutely not. Um, I I do want to apologize to anyone who does like the movie so much. Yeah. Especially you. Yeah. Um, No, that's fine. And, you know, it's just my opinion and I can go myself with it. But yeah, um, that's we're going to be honest on the show because that's the point. Exactly. Yeah. No, I don't. I wouldn't want you to to not be honest about your your true feelings about that's just what we talk hole. about absolutely yeah thanks for tuning in to this episode of oh cousin my cousin next week we'll be watching our first foreign film called victoria we will see you then Alvita Zane. Alvita Zane, hans <laughs> <laughs>